Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom! This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to today's podcast, the Every Day is Saturday show. So great to have you here. Sam Crowley, host of the Every Day is Saturday podcast, 18 years in running. I love it, man. What else would I do? I don't have any other talents. You know, I'm not handy around the house. College dropout, the Pennsylvania State University asked me to uh, leave quietly back in the late 80s. So here I am with a podcast and so happy you're here with me. Um, let's dive into today's show, shall we? Uh, drop my daughter off at uh, college this morning. This would be our third college move-in in four years. That's what happens when you have a lot of kids in a short period of time. And then we have a nine-year-old at home. Yay, I'll be moving her in when and using the wheelchair ramps uh, when she's ready to go to college. But, um, you know, that's why I got started with this podcast, remember? To be a dad, you know? And uh, so here's the funny part about being a dad, especially of four daughters. You kind of lose your kids in the teenage years. Uh, would you agree with that statement? Especially with phones, man. Raising kids in the digital age is not for the faint of heart. It is. We didn't have phones when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s, man. Thank God for that, by the way. I mean, I don't even know. I would have to go in the witness protection program for how many incriminating videos of a kegger that I was at doing a handstand with a funnel uh, guzzling Stroh's or Milwaukee's best. So I'm very thankful cell phones were not around back in the day. That being said, um, I don't mean lose your kid like they abandon you, but you know what I mean? It's like you raise them and oh, I know there's super parents out there. I know, you know, your kid's your best friend and they don't have any secrets and you know everything they're doing and they tell you, I, I, okay, all right, all right. Uh, let's get back to our regular programming. Um, you know, you raise your kids. They go into, right around middle school. And there's an entrepreneurial vibe to this podcast, by the way. So stick around. Um, when they go off to middle school, then our kids always got their phone in sixth grade, seventh grade, somewhere around there. And yeah, we monitored it. Yep. Then they get into high school and they start getting into that those older years. And then look, their high school, your junior, senior year. I mean, look, they're a year away from being out on their own anyway. So it's not like, hey, let me see your phone like we used to do when they were 12 or 14. But I have no regrets. This is our third move in in four years. I have no regrets with any of my children because of the decision I made. This is the entrepreneurial vibe to the show back in, you know, 2004 and that time frame, 2005 rather, to say I quit. Because I would have a ton of regret if I was sending my kid off to college thinking, man, it went so fast. And by the way, it does. Man, it went so fast. I can't even, it wasn't there for this. I wasn't there for that. Well, after a certain age, your kids really don't want you there for stuff. Yeah, you go to their sporting events and, you know, you go to their prom and things like that. But do they really want you in their life? I didn't want my mom in my life, my teenage years, that's for sure. Didn't mean I didn't love my mom. 
It just mean I she was on a need to know basis and she didn't need to know much of what was going on. Um, somehow she seemed to find out a lot though. Um, but look, when you're a parent and you know that your main goal is to be there in your child's life, I can't imagine not being there. And I know there's a lot of working parents. Shout out to you guys and girls out there, man. The factory workers, the blue collar, the people going to the job every day. Because you got to put food on the table. I totally get that. I vibe with that. Trust me, I do. I grew up with that. My mom worked in a factory as a nurse. And then she worked at the nursing pavilion in town as a nurse. Working the night shift, 11 to 7 in the morning. So I never saw her. Except on her days off. Um, So I totally get that. Those of you that are pulling down a job or two, working hard, single parent, yes. But there's going to be a time also where you're going to be like, you know what, I think I can do something at least starting on the side that I can generate income. And don't overthink this, by the way. This doesn't need to be building a brick and mortar and taking out an SBA loan. Like you need to take your individual talent, either physical or mental. When I say mental, I mean intellectual property, things that you've learned how to do. I don't care if you know how to sew, if you know how to garden, cook, doesn't matter, man. I mean, some people look at that and say, what? Yeah. I mean, really, the cooking channel, how many different cooking shows are there out there? Gardening, everything I, everything I talked about. I mean, there's so many ways to earn income that can replace your regular income. You would have to search really hard not to find something as opposed to finding something. So even if you're pulling down one job right now, two jobs right now, you're stressed out beyond unbelief. Bills are piling up. I promise you, get in a quiet spot because nothing good ever happens in a chaos. Get yourself in a quiet spot and start thinking, who can I help? Who else out there, if I'm coaching a younger version of myself from 20 years ago, what would I do to kind of get them started? That's an idea right there. And if you just do something simple, launch a podcast, put a YouTube video out there, get an Instagram channel, just something. You got to start at zero anyway. I know we all start with absolutely no followers online. And by the way, the goal is not to get all the followers and all the likes. The goal is to get people that are actually interested in what you have to say. I would much rather have... 500 people following me that are really interested in the message than to have 50,000 people following me that most of which are just like, meh. So don't get caught up in the number of individuals who, who follow you. Get caught up in, hey, if I can serve one person, you know, and what if I did serve that one person and then got a testimonial from them? Man, that's a double banger right there. Like that's rocket fuel because now you can take the success you got for them. And success is defined as getting them from point A to point B with your help. That's it. And they're going to need your help. They Can they get there on their own? Absolutely. Can they get there much faster with your help? 100%. That's the coaching program. Like that's the testimonial that you get. And now you can leverage that, turn that into a monetization opportunity to say, hey, look how I helped this person do it. So you don't have those regrets. So when you move your kid into college, or maybe you already did, and you can't turn the clock back. So moving forward, you know, okay, Uh, I want to go visit them more. I want to see my grandkids. You know, I just want freedom. I just want to be able to do what I want to do. When I want to do it, I know there's still stress involved in the entrepreneurial journey. Some would argue there's more, but I'm a lot like you. I got bills. I got kids. Got a house, car, all that stuff that comes with being an adult. But the one thing that I valued over all of that was the ability to manage my time. And it came with a lot of sacrifice. I'm not going to say I, it didn't, man. I mean, I've been on my laptop more nights than I can remember back in the day, late at night, early in the morning, struggling, trying to figure it all out until I got in that quiet spot 
and just remove the chaos, you know, and just started thinking, who can I help? I mean, this can't be this complicated. There's people that aren't as smart as me out there that are making a hundred times more than I am. Why can't I crack this code? Like, why can't I figure this out? And then I just said, well, I'm already podcasting. Maybe I'll help people do that. And what do you know? Here we are running a podcast mastermind, do coaching all the time around helping people find their million dollar message. And I'm just like you, you know, I'm just, a, I'm just an average Joe out there in the Midwest, uh, working, trying to add value out there, trying to spend time with his family, spending time on the golf course, which is an absolute love of mine. Some in the Crowley house would argue, I love golf more than my family. And I would say, that's not true. I think that's just your perception between the months of April and September. But I digress. You were sent here to help other people, to be a blessing to other people and get wealthy doing it. You know, a lot of people confuse that. Well, I don't want to charge a lot of money or, you know, it's not right to make. It is. It's so right. It is way right to make a lot of money helping people. You know, there's nothing wrong with. I used to have that mindset, you know. I used to have that. My was brought on to me in the Christian community, and uh, you know, don't vote. You know, it's hard. Oh God, what am I thinking? Oh gosh, Timothy, Timothy, the Book of Timothy. The money's the root of all evil. No, no, for the love of money is the root of all evil. I don't love money. I love freedom, and I know in order to have freedom, I need to generate value. And when I generate value, people will show up. And when people show up, I'll give them a price, and they can say yes or no to it. I never mentioned money once in that, right? Never mentioned that five-letter word right there. That seems to freak so many people out, you know? It's okay to get money because you're adding value. When you don't add value and you got a sinister way of doing it, you know, a sleazy snake oil way of doing it, of course, that's wrong. But you already know that. You're not going to do that. So why don't you figure out this very simple process that you can put together so you can have the freedom to spend time with the people that you love the most, doing the things that you love the most. And I think you'll be a lot happier doing that. All right. I know it's easier said than done, but done is the new perfect. All right. Done is the new perfect. Just get it done. Just start going. Just start. Just start today. Uh, and you know what's something? I'll leave you with that. You know what's even the most fun is the journey. It's not even about the destination. It's always who you find out about like yourself. You find out so much about yourself, what you can handle, the limits you can push yourself to, and the value that you never thought you could create is now out there in the marketplace being devoured. Man, that's good. And then you can take your kids to college and not feel guilty. You know, you don't have to look back and say, oh, the time went too fast. So anyway, and by the way, somebody told me your kids actually, and by the way, I had a great relationship with my kids. I'm not saying that, but they always come back around. I talked to Talk to 80-year-olds. They got all the wisdom. I talked to a lot of 80-year-olds. Sammy, they come back around. And they, oh, they love you. And their 30s and 40s will be calling you. And I'm like, hey, that's awesome, man. That's good to know. I love my daughters. I know my daughters love me. But that point about, you know, when they get into high school and all of that good stuff, that's part of the journey, too. That's, that's the challenge of being a parent. I wouldn't trade one day. Not one day. Give me the good, give me the not so good, mix it all together, and you got yourself a recipe for a really great life. So, hey, I hope this podcast found you at a good place today. I hope you planted a seed in good soil. Share it with somebody who needs to hear it, all right? And remember, when you're ready to launch your million-dollar message, let's have a talk on Zoom, you and me. Go to launchmymovement.com. Let's go. Say it with me, gang. Have the best day ever. 
And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.